All right, everybody, it's the Audi 84 show live here from quarantine almost a year to the dates where we said goodbye to people in real life and we virtually intersected each other here on the virtuals. As always, to write of me, Adam DeMellitz from his unexclosed locations. Yes. Um, we used to do the show sitting next to each other. In fact, our last episode we filmed together was at the old apartment in Rivera. And um, that was almost a year. I think it was probably a year this week. Because I think everything was kind of boxed up and moved two weeks later. So, yeah, it's been a year since we did a live performance together. Interesting. Episode 171. Tonight we have uh, comedian Hadrian Seavey coming on in a bit. He was actually on our show many moons ago. He was actually, we, we looked up the episode. He was on episode seven from 2017. Much of that variety. And then we have Alicia uh, Criello, who is a contributor to the Packy.com and a writer, local girl from around here. She'll be joining us as well in a, in a few. It's going to be adventurous. We're going to have a foursome tonight. Finally bringing some ladies back to the show because I'm going to tell you, it's been a little dry. Wouldn't you say? No? It's good to have, it's good to have someone to talk to, listen to our bullshit. Yeah. You know. And if you're looking on Facebook right now, I just look at my typo. It says uh, episode um, apostrophe 71, which, which really means 171. So there you go because I... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have, a, I have a, my monitor is 60 inches in front of me here and I still can't do a fucking proper typo. But yeah, so it's been a week. What happened this week? Anything happened this week? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, Tiger Woods. Oh, he did. Breaking news. Not? Tiger Woods died. Did he? No. Tiger, you dead now. No. Yeah. He was on his way to go meet Drew, Drew Brees. Was he really? And yeah, and someone else. Yeah. I mean, if I was on my way to see Drew Brees too, I would drive off a cliff. Oh, I'm just kidding. Dude, I, mean, I mean, I have a Drew Funko right behind me. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to go I see mean, that right there. That's the Drew Brees. Put him right there. Do you think he could ever come back from no. that? I think he was kind of done it. I mean, I guess so. I mean, it's his legs. I guess it's, I mean, I understand you stand, but like at the same time, it's not like, I feel like it would be more hurtful if it was your hips or an above. Yeah. Because all your power in golf is coming from your torso. You know what I mean? Well, he had like freaking rods put in his back and shit. Like, that's, that's not good. So they said he wasn't drinking. He wasn't on drugs. There was no skid marks on the street. And this was an area of the highway where people have a lot of head-on collisions and accidents. I'm yeah. thinking he was texting. Did they take a toxicology on him? Yeah, and they all came back today. And, they were, and L.A. County's not prosecuting any criminal charges against him. So, so I'm thinking it was... If everything was legit and L.A. County came back and nothing, you know, there was no shenanigans, I think he was texting. I think he was running late. I think he was flying down this highway. I think he probably got an alert, and he was probably emailing someone on his phone at the same time. And this, okay. road, this road's uh, known for accidents, and he literally just went right off the cliff. Like, straight off. That. like the road curved, and he kept on going, which is fucking scary. They said the cost saved his life, though. The seatbelts and the, all the safety devices, basically. But... I mean, if you didn't have a seatbelt on, you were donezo. That's the kind of shit during a rescue. I kind of want to be unconscious. I don't. Yeah. He like the, he was conscious, like the jaws yeah. of life, and they're ripping the car open. I don't want to be awake for that. They pull that sounds through, terrifying. Pull them through the windshield. I mean, the terrifying part would be like after the accident, you're still alive. Yeah. Like not knowing if anyone's seen you go off the cliff. 
Yeah, not like, able I'm, to like. I mean, I'm surprised North. Didn't he like do Lincoln commercials all those years for North Star and stuff like this? This is North Star going. And you're like, hello, Mr. Woods. Did you just yeah, crash your vehicle? I noticed your emergency devices came on, and uh, I'm, I'm damn stuck under the windshield, motherfucker. But yeah, I, I would rather be unconscious. I would never want to fucking wake up for that. Yeah, I would say this accident, a little bit more pleasurable than his last car accident he had when he, his wife was chasing him down the street of a golf club and smashed his back window up. After yeah, she- that one had more emotional injury. This one had more physical. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if my wife was chasing me down the street with a golf club trying to bang my back window up, she'd be very disappointed because I have a plastic back window. You know, what joke I mean? on her, egg on her face. Yeah, right? just like a big drum. She'd be like all oh, those Indians, boom. Like at the Indi- old in- Cleveland Indian games when they're hitting the big drum in the, in the center field. Oh <laughs> yeah, he got nervous and he crashed into a tree. Um, and you're definitely not getting sympathy from your wife after she looked through your text messages and then you crashed your car. She's probably just more or less, you know, you're an asshole. It reminds me of that scene in uh, Wolf of Wall Street when he's like, "I'm fine," and he grabs his daughter and he throws her in the car and he crashes on the way out of the freaking garage because he's so fucking doped up oh yeah yeah in his mind the car's fine and it's like but it's oh no not. that's a different scene but oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah i know it's when you're talking about they are basically the same same concept yeah. Fuck up driving a car probably shouldn't be driving a car you know it's usually how it goes goddamn benny hana fucked him benny hana fucked him hana fucked him it was yeah. funny I, I was listening to the radio a couple weeks ago and the guy who that movie was based after was calling he called fox Fox radio or something like that, like the Fox news. Yeah. And they're like the guy, so-and-so whose character is based after, I guess they use the same name, actually. Um, the guy who they based the movie after, he guess he's like uh, Jordan something, right? Yeah. Jordan. Um, I don't know if they, I know his first name in real life is Jordan. I don't know if they use the same last name. Uh, it's uh, uh, J- yeah, Jordan Balfour. Mm-hmm. That's the Did they use the real name? They used the both names, huh? That's his real name. Jordan, his yeah. name is Jordan Balfour. Yeah. And the Steve Madden thing was is, is was like accurate too. That really happened with Steve Madden. Yeah, right. Forgot about that. Fucking yeah. crazy. That was a great movie. One of the one. That's a. Ooh, I want. I want to strongly say top five movies, but I have to move another movie out because you can only have five in a top five. You can't have six out of them because it'd be a top six. That would be a top six. Yeah, you can't. I think at that rate, you just do a top ten, right? And you, you give a little, but then you get garbage in there for the last four that you really like. Oh, there's so and so hot, hot. You know what I mean? It's a, the thing is, it's a good story, and I like it, but it, it glorifies being an asshole. Mm. That's the only thing I don't like. Like, it's like you're taking this guy who's a piece of shit, making yeah. a movie about him, and kind of making him look glorified. Maybe you want know? to be an asshole. It really did. I mean, yeah. I've been told I'm an asshole, anyways, but maybe want to be. True, but it's like it's his shitty behavior. But he, he that, accomplished. Can't do his accomplishments. You know? All that movie says is that basically you can go and uh, screw a lot of people out of money. And then bang a bunch of supermodels and do a lot of drugs and the cocaine and uh, drink like you're a crazy person, have luxury cars, huge mansions, and then get away with it. Because well, even, even when he got in trouble, he didn't really get in trouble. I mean, yeah, he got like slap. a slap on the wrist and a good job. The best yeah. line in that movie is when his father was looking at the papers and he goes, what kind of hooker takes a credit card? <laughs> Which brings me to the story I told you about the guy – that was in the body of the night and said that he was, he was, cru- he was drunk. He was cruising for escorts and he was like, Oh, there's escorts. She only, she was like at one of the hotels on the street. She doesn't take cash. She's only taking like PayPal or something like that. Uh, which left me to believe what kind of hooker doesn't take cash. 
kind of the opposite of the 1980s, I guess you could say, very right? True. Yeah. Like it's very. I wonder if they scam, like they take the money and then they like they like ghost them. I was just thinking that. Yeah, there's nothing like it's like oh, you know what? Maybe the transaction's like half now, half after. Yeah, maybe. I mean that. Even still, even if you ghost them, you still made up some money. It's very weird. Yeah, unless they make you do the transaction while you're going. I have no idea. I mean, well, it's like, okay, swipe now before we do the deed. Yeah. And then after you do the deed, swipe again. Oh, so like when you're in the commuter room and you buy one of those e-tickets and you have to hold it there. and you have to <laughs> Yeah, the punch card, yeah. Yeah. Remember we did the uh, we did the e-ticket when we went to the uh, Revolution game. Remember we had them on the phone and we we're like, oh, here we go. And then we swipe. Yeah, that was great. That yeah. was fun. It was a boring-ass game. Drunk but... balls. <laughs> it's boring I was so drunk that night. I was fucking hammered. You are. What else were we gonna do? The, like, the game was horrible. It was miserable. Oh yeah, they got my fucking crazy Ricky, my cousin, smoking in the elevator lobby on the elevator, which was yeah. actually cool because no one was using the elevator lobby or the elevator, and it made you feel like you were back in the eighties again. That's true. It did create nostalgia. Yeah, and then we. It was weird because that commuter rail station doesn't now. It works now. You can take that commuter rail station all the time, but but now when we went to the game, you had to go to like the next town over and take an Uber over because they didn't operate Foxborough during like non Patriot games. Yeah. Now you, now if you go to a revolution game, if we ever decide to go maybe in the summertime and relive our night of wildness, we could take the train right there. We don't have to take an Uber anymore. So that's something to look forward to. I guess you could say, you know, fun for the family. Oh, so speaking of uh, movies though, a minute, a little while ago, there was, there's a movie I watched that I really want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to wait? Till the, you want to wait till the guests talk about it, or you want to? You know, no, no, no. I think this is better just for you and me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so honky holler. All right. So you know how in a, in a movie there's a rule, right? You yep. never go full retard. Right. You never go full retard. Never go full retard. Well, have it in Tropic Thunder. And that's yes, and it's true. Thing. You know, you got to give them like one really amazing ability, like whether it's money and gambling, whether it's ping pong. They have to have like one thing they do exceptionally well. And Same you know, in, like it, in these kind of movies, like you have to be careful too, because organizations are going to jump on your back if you depict people with autism the wrong fucking way. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I know organizations movie, too. Yeah, I was watching this movie, Music, and Kate Hudson is up for a. Um, yeah, it's called Music. Kate Hudson is up for a, a, um, a Golden Globe, I think, for her role or something for this this company. But oh no, I gotta say, they went full retard. Did she go like, through? Was she the retard? No, no, no. Her little sister is, who is played by this chick who isn't even really an actor. She's a dancer, but she's kind of an actress. Whatever. She's not mainstream. Yeah. Anyway, but like, dude, like, Ooh. there's like strobe. First of all, most people have autism hang up like seizures and there's like flashing yeah, lights in the movie yeah, yeah. and like a technique to try to calm her down is to tackle her and pin her. Uh, no, <laughs> don't do that. That's the same unique I use on women. Attack. Yeah, like, and I guess they did a lot of things wrong and are being called out on. It's pretty controversial right now how how not depicting of people with yeah. autism the movie is. Like they went full retard. Yeah, I mean there's a big difference between retarded and autistic. I mean we're all autistic in a sense. We're all on the spectrum, a splash there and a splash there. Yeah, yeah. but like I mean like there's like is autistic or like you like some people who are just like yeah, like you said they're really good at doing something. They're very social, mostly socially awkward or something. Well, no, I mean, she's. I mean, they just overdid it. And then they you have a person that, Maybe she's not autistic. I don't know. She or she has Down syndrome. I don't know. Yeah. She's... <laughs> I mean, because the closest to a movie going like full retard would be like something about Mary, when Mary's brother was kind of like Warren, the headphones. 
same level, maybe yeah. a little worse. <laughs> like, but like that was it, it. It was a comedy, and they used that character kind of as like the he was the punchline. Like he was he wasn't the punchline. He said the punchlines, and he made Ben Stiller look like the the goofball in the joke. So they kind of they kind of turned it so like Ben Stiller was the butt of the joke and not Warren. Wasn't that actor really handicapped though? I think he really was. He might have been, which is it's a it's a feel good story at that point. I you know it is, and that's fine. That's how you can get away with that. You cast yeah. somebody who really has it. This girl doesn't really have it. Yeah, it's funny because when they posted that, when he wasn't supposed to be retired, but then the only guy they could get was a retired guy, so they made the movie that changed it. Which I feel terrible because it's like you know, it's what are you gonna do? You can't do it. It's not like you you bond off it, right? It's not like you can do anything. About those and they're fine. Those people are great. Some of those people have the they're the. I gotta tell you, some people with like disabilities and stuff like that have the the biggest hearts in the world, and like carefree, no stress. You know, I envy not having to worry about some of the stuff that we don't have to worry about today. This carefree and just loving life, you know. Yeah. So I like. There's a way to there's a way to uh, what's the word? Portray it, yeah, properly, and then there's a way of just doing it lazy. It's like when you do like a Chinese accent, like, you know, sometimes we just, it's very lazy the way we portray, you know, but if we really did some research and um, we uh, looked into it, maybe we can be more accurate. Maybe when Maria from Korea comes back from Korea, she can give us a, a, you know, a class on how to properly do a Chinese accent, which nowadays you can't do a Chinese accent unless we're a cartoon. They can animate us and we can do all the Chinese accents we want. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll be over here soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The virus is going to get you. Um, so we should bring the guests in. Yeah, let's do it. I think we, I'd say we bring them both in at the same time. Um, oh, by the way, I just want to say, if you haven't already voted for my cousin, Brittany, fan of the show, uh, you have like 24 hours left to vote for her for this next round. She's currently in first place. And uh, if you go to... Um, I guess you go to the radio show Facebook or uh, my Instagram. Um, you click on the link and you can vote once every 24 hours. So I have uh, been going way out of my way to make sure she gets in first place. So I am expecting a way out of the way. Thank you from her. Possibly a nice cooked steak dinner um, with some seafood on the side. I like a sauteed scallop and a filet. Just oh, put it out things. There. So You got good taste. Oh, I, I could eat steak. Every night, I'd probably die at forty-five, but I could eat steak every night. Steak and red wine—I mean, I can't get any more guido than that. I can tell you that much, right? Some pasta, some steak, and some red wine. I'm a simple soul. It doesn't take much to get me aroused on the food savory area, you know. It does sound kind of bougie though, because both those things can be very pricey. They could be, unless you buy your fillets at Target and you get a night. You can actually get a nice fillet for seven. You can, yeah. Go to Wegmans too. You can get some good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, you get a piece of meat for under ten bucks. That's nice. Nice piece of meat. You cook it up. I mean, that piece of meat's easily twenty bucks at the restaurant, if not more. Probably more. You know, so you're saving fifty percent off right there. You just got to do the work. And the great thing about cooking steak on a grill, like seven minutes, three and a half minutes on one side, three and a half minutes on the other. You know, beautiful. All right, so we're gonna bring them both in at the same time. We haven't brought in two guests at the same time in a long time, so this is gonna be interesting. I uh, guarantee I mispronounce both their names because my inability to speak the English language at a uh, successful rate is, uh, becomes more apparent every week. So It's deteriorating. It oh, is. very much so. It's almost like I, I hated English my entire life through school, and then I just decided I was just not going to continue with my English. Still better than your spelling. 
but <laughs> that part of my brain was never on. You know what I mean? That was like, yeah. like that's like one of those vacant stores of the mall that never got any occupancy in it. You know what I mean? It just sat there. Now, is it bad spelling or dyslexia? That's the both, thing. Probably both. And a little bit of ADD splashed in there. I'm very ADD. I should have been on medicine, but that wasn't a big thing to do back in my day. Back in my day, like you're 50. Well, when we were younger, when kids were just hyper, you just people, their parents just looked at them as being like problem kids. Well, there's different really, kinds of focus. Is the hyper one, and then there's just the not paying attention one. Yeah, but even the kids are not paying attention. Like, remember when you were younger, they didn't have ADD, really. They just thought the kids were stupid. Yeah, I mean, I can play video games for like five hours straight. Seems like I can focus on that. Yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I could watch. No, but that's what you could say to kids. Like, oh, you got ADD? How can yeah. you sit there and play video games for like five hours straight? You're paying attention to that. You yeah, know? And they look at you and say, I'm autistic. And then what are you going to say? <laughs> Next thing you know, Kate Hudson's making a movie about him. Alright, let's bring these people in before we offend any more people watching the show tonight. We're not making fun of retired people or artistic people. I just want to put it out there. We, we love them. Some of them are fans of the show, believe it or not. And uh, Some of them have been on the show. <laughs> I guess I'm <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to a degree, yes. We've had... We, we all know this our hasn't old, been clinically proven yet. We all know our old co-host, Eric Danger Powers. All right, we're bringing the guests in right now. We're bringing two at the same time here. I see a still frame for both of them. Hadrian. One's on mute, one we can't see. Adrian, can you hear us? Yeah, hang on just a second. All right. And Alicia, can you hear us? Start video. There we go. What is happening? Yeah, and Hadrian, how are you two doing tonight? Uh, Doing well, doing well. Hadrian, you're out in L.A., is that correct? Yes, sir, Los Angeles. I was going to say, you're either either on the West Coast with that natural sunlight coming in, or you have a really nice light that makes it look like natural sunlight. (laughs) No, we got a nice uh, west-facing balcony here, and a lot of sunlight comes in in the afternoon. Yeah, nice. You got a nice sunset at the end of the day, too, I bet. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we see the parking garage across the street, but uh, above it is painted pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, by this guy, oh, yeah. It's close. And uh, <laughs> Licia, can you hear us? You're on mute. Oh, she's muted. She's muted. I can say that. You got the little microphone with the X through it. There you go. There we go. Here we Hello. go. Well, yeah, I never used Zoom, so I was fucking up. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. And uh, where are you joining us from tonight? I am uh, Salem. Salem, ah, Salem, home of the witches. Witchy, witchy energy. We have a bunch of North Shore people. That's nice. right. Now, Hadrian, you're originally from Maine, and I remember this because I don't know if you remember, you were on our show almost four years ago. I don't remember that. No, barely. <laughs> yeah, it was in uh, at the Cambridge Studio, WEMF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember doing the show there. Uh, March seventh. We listened to the show today. Because oh, nice. we were like, he's very familiar. And we were like, oh, yeah, he was definitely on the show. And um, one of the topics we talked about was you had a buddy who was building a dome in the middle of Maine that was self-efficient. And this was like four years ago. And I want to know, because of all the shit that went down last year, did he use this dome? Was he able to go out there and escape society? Um. No, well, he lives there now. Uh, okay, nice. It's been up and running as a uh, a hostel and taken in like um, 
it, it was actually had to be shut down this year because of COVID. But before that was doing like uh, Appalachian trail hikers would pay and go stay there. Uh, but then he actually just this year uh, did um, he's on uh, naked and afraid. He's done a bunch of naked. Oh, and afraid. Wow. Really? Yeah. And he did one during COVID. Yeah. I'm usually naked and afraid after I get out of the shower at night. <laughs> I do too. Cause it's cold, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just afraid. <laughs> but I mean, that show's fucked because I watch that show sometimes when I'm sitting there and having a few drinks and I'm like, I can't imagine being outside for, for a day, never alone the 24 days, whatever the hell they do out there where they just yeah. basically in all different elements too. Like, I don't know if I'd rather be really hot in like the, the desert of Africa or would I rather be like freezing and like in the woods in the North. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want shit nipping at me. I don't want shit nipping at me while I'm naked. Like I, <laughs> no, you said the other night, Adam. <laughs> it's true. I watched that. Um, the thing is, uh, one, you get to uh, like you're fucking thinking about surviving so much that you kind of get over that shit. Like you're so tired and shit. Well, I'm sure. I that, know, but the yeah. oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, can we swear on this? I, I just realized. Yeah. Was yeah, right. like, okay, cool. Anything. <laughs> it's like this is online and fucking nothing matters, right? Anyways, it doesn't. Matter. <laughs> we give it like a parental advisory. Like, hey, listen. And most people, um, you know, yeah, either they don't have parents or, you know, they're, they're parents that have uh, left their, any parents that listen to this, they left their kids a long time ago. Oh, we've had co- past co-hosts that left their kids years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's, it comes hand to hand. Yeah. I, I will um, say you and I, Henry, okay. we got into a, a Red Sox. I owe, I owe you a partial apology. Mm. for a Red Sox debate we apparently had where you said the Red Sox were going to have a great year. I said they would be kind of mediocre and shitty, and they had a phenomenal year, but you did say Pablo Sandoval would be a big help. Yeah, and he was fucking terrible. He, was, he They did not need him. He was a big help to the belt industry. The sales went up that year. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, didn't they win, the, they won yeah. the World Series that year, right? Yeah. I believe they did. And uh, So you're right. Um, how long have you been in L.A. now? Coming up on three years. Okay. Uh, this summer will be three years. Oh, so after you did our show, you were like, hey, fuck it. I gotta get the hell out of this place. Get away from these assholes. Get to the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. Uh, well, I did a year living in the uh, school bus in between. Um, oh. I think uh, right after I did your show, I probably left Boston, built out the school bus, and then we did a year on the road in the bus, and I was uh, just doing comedy all over the country. Why do I, 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 I guess I do remember that. I think, I think you talked about that or you were planning on it while you were on the show. Yeah, I was probably planning on it about that time or we had probably already had the bus, but hadn't built it, any of it out. So what happened to the bus? Where is it? Uh, we stole it. We, so we did a year in the bus and then um, got, had it for a year in LA and we actually, a little bit more than a year, we sold it right before COVID hit and we needed the money to move. So it was, yeah. it was good timing. Um, but also... Either we would have gone back out, lived in it during COVID just for something to do, or we would have never been able to sell it during then. Because trying to get somebody to come see a fucking bus to buy, I don't know. Yeah. Alicia, have you ever spent a year in a bus? I have never spent a year in a bus. I can confidently say that. No, I mean, you... it would be a fucking adventure. I always wanted like one of those little hippie vans from back in the day. Yeah. 
like those things. I, I I'm obsessed with watching YouTubers who do like they live in RVs and like they they build their own vans out and stuff like that and just like live the off little of houses like, kind of type thing. Kinda yeah, or like or the ones that just like take like an old like minivan and they like they fit it out to be like a house. Like that freaking shit fast. Yeah, that's awesome. But no, I've never done that. I feel like that's not a very common thing. I wish. <laughs> it it would be tough to do it in, but you know what. I would say it's tough to do it in New England, but most of these people I watch live in Canada, and it's significantly more colder. Yeah, but it's cold. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what you know, the like thing? That shit, gas out the wazoo. I think I'd rather be cold in a van in like Alberta, Canada, than um, uh, be sweating like a like a like a hot box in like the Arizona desert in the middle of July. You know what I mean? Because it's like, what are you going to yeah, do? You can always go in the water. Or like, well, I guess if there's no water around or anything. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> I mean, you're fucking crazy. So both of you have something in common, which you probably don't even realize. Both what of your professions you were fucked over the last year because of COVID. Yeah. you're being a comedian, at least you're being a bartender. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, hopefully now things are picking up a little bit, maybe. I don't know. How things are? Uh, not so much. I honestly haven't even been looking. I've been doing like the whole writing lyrics and kind of trying to get back into my music and everything was just working on my WordPress shit because the buzz completely screwed me. I got stuck up in Maine for a little bit, Damn. went up there and worked for the summer and then shut down completely up there too. So, Where'd you work at? Uh, where, in Maine? Yeah. I uh, worked in Booth Bay, the Haverside Hotel. I was doing housekeeping oh, okay. and bartending there. Nice. Adrian is a- really nice. You got to live on site and stuff there too. It was pretty cool. And you're a f- yeah, it's beautiful out there. You're a former Mainard, right? You yeah, really- I grew up I grew up in Maine, but not that part. I grew up in the woods part, not the uh, not the rich coast. Oh yeah, I not the, the, the Gold country. Coast of Maine. Gold Coast of Maine. So how's uh? I mean, I, we've been, everyone's been watching California in the news, apparently, because it's a big thing out there. But um, talking to someone who's actually out there, you, being yourself, uh, can you do comedy? Are they doing, like, outside comedy events? Are they doing, like, is there any way you could do your, your work? And Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a lot of outdoor stuff now. Um, over, uh, like, Christmas and stuff, when they said, like, everything was completely – shut outdoor dining and stuff even which was stupid um they even then still people were putting on underground comedy shows and like parks and there's so many parks and like amphitheaters in parks here that people do shows that mm-hmm. and then even more uh underground there are people who just don't give a fuck at all and are doing secret shows inside and yeah um yeah it's happening everywhere but it's weird that it like now it's technically you can do outdoor shows and it's not illegal Mm-hmm. but um i was at a couple outdoor shows when they weren't supposed to be happening at all and uh one cops showed up and they didn't they're like we're not they're like you guys are fine like they're, they're like we don't agree with that this can't happen either it's kind of crazy because it's like is it as bad as that's it the end of my story no it, it- <laughs> Is it as is it, is it as bad as it looks on TV, or is it is it just kind of like they play it up that California looks like it's like shut down like a third world country where you can't do anything? Uh, no, no, you can do. I mean, now they've opened back up outdoor dining, but it's still there's still fucking traffic. It's still everything's yeah happening. There's some shit that's shut down. The the homeless is crazy right now. 
yeah. um, just because they don't move anybody anywhere. And so, and more people because they haven't been able to work are probably going homeless uh, right now. But uh, yeah, other than that, I don't know. What does it look like to you guys? Are we uh, just all on fire out here? Yeah. It looks yeah, really nice. <laughs> I mean, the way we look at California. No, I live, up, I live two miles from fucking Venice Beach and yeah. I went surfing all summer and shit. It's like, it's still awesome here, I think. I mean, it is a little crazy now. It's going to be weird to see what happens when shit opens back up. But it's still, you know, the biggest or second biggest city in the country. Like, it'll fucking figure it out or it will rebuild. Or, yeah. you know, New York went through shitty times when everybody would go like, oh, it's so dangerous to be there. And then you're like, I'm pretty sure that's when the best music and comedy happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, as anything, TV uh, likes to overemphasize uh, stuff that's really not probably 100% true. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I was looking back in the last, like, year. And the only thing I really was different was like the traveling my traveling was down a little bit like they usually travel i used you know I would go away in places and stuff and i just didn't do that but like my standard of living and lifestyle really didn't change much i guess oh i don't know it says a lot about you either uh either you really maintained or you just had a shitty life to begin with yeah it's just, it's just tough life just sucks i was thinking about <laughs> moving, moving into one of those bands and those guys was watching on youtube what was that Sorry. I was saying, I think the only thing that's changed on my end was fucking food consumption. Yeah. <laughs> I dr- if I wasn't an alcoholic before this started, I probably should be going to AA meetings. Like, here I am. Oh, 100%. 100%. No, uh, those are, it's too many people indoors. You can't go to those. <laughs> Can we do an outdoor AA meeting? Can we do an AA <laughs> Dude, we do, I, there's a show that I do here uh, pretty regularly that's in a park, and across the park, it, there's always an AA meeting going on. Yeah. And, I just feel funny because then at the show, people, you know, bring their own booze and people are smoking weed and <laughs> you just see the AA meeting going on over there and you're like, it's way more fun over here. Yeah. It's like, it's like that movie's couples retreat when they had like the, the Eden East and the Eden West. And it's like, oh, I want to go over there where all the hot young girls are dancing and stuff like that. But here I have to do couples therapy. I want to blow my fucking brains out. So yeah, I, mean, I understand how it could be the same, you know. Me and Adam, we haven't done a show together. This was that Mr. Mellet? Yeah. No, no, I was just saying, like, I realized that not even necessarily with, like, alcohol, but just food in general. Like, I'm, like, sitting there one day, and I realize it's, like, ice cream dribbling down my, like, chest. And I'm, like, really? yeah, I got to go back to the gym. This <laughs> <laughs> is bad. It's become, like, a, my hobby, crunching <laughs> on chips. It's ridiculous. Yeah, pretty much. There's nothing else you could do, though. That's the problem. Like, I was getting alcohol delivered to my office. We were My office was closed for about a month, and we went back in. But then I was just like, like, at first, I didn't want to go to stores and stuff. So, like, you just use, like, Drizzly, and I would just order. I remember one time I got, like, 10 bottles of wine delivered to my office for, the, like, my consumption of the time I'm going to be indoors. And I figured that's at least a couple months' supply of alcohol that lasted two weeks. So, oh, yeah. you know. I guess I have a problem. Maybe I don't. Maybe I Adam, want to be my uh, my sponsor? I think you found a solution. You get it delivered. You don't have to. It's not really a problem. It's not a problem because I'm not causing. Yeah, it's true. You know, I sit on my sit on my deck. Now, Alicia, when you work at any places, were they delivering alcohol and stuff? Or like, could you say you're a bartender, right? So, did you bartender in Salem at all? I haven't since this whole COVID shit started. I was working at the Witch's Brew, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Prior. But I went up to Maine once all the bars closed down here, and um, oh okay, it, nothing changed. I mean, Maine was pretty open 
Like, yeah. It was just, there was really not even a big mask law. Like, they weren't very strict. I did. I, I have a friend from high school who just posted today. I'm not a friend, somebody I knew in high school. I, do, I won't talk to them again. Um, they just posted today about how they like, uh, it's one of those things that I just go like, what? I don't know why you waste your time, but they're like, we fought and appealed the mask mandate in our town because i guess the governor put a mask mandate on the state but like they got the their fucking six legislators in their little town to vote against it in that town and i'm like is this what you've been spending your time doing like what the <laughs> i mean I, I like, whether you agree with it or not like that's yeah. a waste of time to fucking fight the mask mandate i hate the mask and I, I wear it to get into places because, like, you know, you have to. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to fight the law and could be one of those assholes you see, like, on the fucking, you know, the news that night. The guy goes crazy at a local 7-Eleven because he doesn't want to wear a mask because he's going to buy a microwave burrito for his lunch. Like, I don't want to be that guy because it's a lot. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. I'm not wearing it when I'm walking down the street. I mean, I'm not yeah. near anyone, you know? Yeah, we'll so, I mean, Can you keep your face warm, though, if you have to be, like, out walking somewhere? That's so, true. Like, it did come in handy like this morning like, because, man. yeah, you're right, because I, we were walking like on the street. Outside, not inside. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. As backwards. Yeah. Those, people that go, uh, those people that go out, though, and um, you see videos of, like, not what – they're going out looking for that fight. They know they are. Mm. Because yeah, they, they fucking time. know that you're not supposed to like, and so they are going, I am going down to Costco and I am going to start yelling when they say something. Exactly. And I, but I did realize that we all have our, our lines because I, I just put it on going to stores and stuff and fine. But then I walked into a store uh, yesterday with my mask on. I walk in and the guy goes, hi, welcome. Uh, rubber gloves are on the door. Please put on a pair. And I just said, nah. And I turned around and walked back out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's my line. <laughs> That's like I'm not an anti-masker, but I was like, "That's sorry, man. See you later." Yeah, I agree. You know, you know what I find funny is how they're like studies show that if you wear more than one mask, it might be more effective. Studies, studies require money. It's like no, technically, no shit. Like I could have told you that. Like our tax dollars at work right there. Like people are layering masks. You don't pay taxes. <laughs> Trojan started that campaign a few years ago. He's like, "No, well, study is safe. You wear two condoms." No, that's that's latex. <laughs> this is what's different ball game on that. Oh, one. oh! I thought you just wanted to buy more. I thought the idea was to buy more. No, buy more condoms. Oh, well. if you buy a regular Trojan and you buy the XLs, you could slide it over the regular, and it gives you room for comfort. I mean, that's what I heard. Marketing. You can stack them. I don't know how accurate that is. Fucking double up on masks. That's it's stupid as hell. I mean, technically they're not wrong, but no one's gonna yeah. do that. One is fine. One is enough. Like I said, wearing two masks is like going to bed by yourself wearing a condom. It's unnecessary. What's wrong with it? I mean, <laughs> how much is like a single mask? Does how much does a single one well, cost? Well, it's a good, good question, Alicia. It depends where you're buying it from. Are you buying it from some guy who bought a bunch of masks in uh, last February from Home Depot and selling them for a hundred bucks a piece? Or are you buying them from like, I don't know, some, <laughs> some country I never heard of like before? Average convenience store. Not the guy who stopped out five years ago. You still can't find masks in stores, which is friggin' beyond me. I was at Home Depot a couple weeks ago, and I, was, I ended up walking down one of the aisles where they would sell the masks and stuff like that. There's still no masks in there. I don't know where they all went. They're all out here on every corner, and Mexicans are selling <laughs> That's what they are. 
There, <laughs> there are fucking masks everywhere. Every single Seven Eleven has racks of them. Yeah, little side shops on the just on the corner down at Venice Beach. It's like everywhere you used to buy uh, like f- shaved ice or fruit is now just selling masks. <laughs> Do you ever see a mask on the ground and you treat it like it's a used condom? You're like, whoa, you just jump away from it. Like, step on it is. Pick it up, bring it home, wash it. That's good as new, just like a used condom. That's right. Adam, remember the company that we found a couple months ago? What were you saying? I'm sorry. There was a company a couple months ago we found. Remember that it was uh, taking used condoms and washing them and reselling them, oh, like in wait. Hong Kong or something like that, or Thailand. Yeah, that's dis- that was disgusting. I couldn't believe it, it was like a giant bust. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Was, we found this company online. I guess it was a huge bust that they were they were taking used condoms and putting them through this machine, and they were showing the machine. It looked like a a dill, and they would squirt it and clean it, and they would wrap it back up, and they would resell them and like resell them. And they got busted for it. Is there like a warning label on it? I don't know. If it was, I, you gotta figure some guys are into that it could be i mean like like guys get awesome. girls to send them their like dirty underwear i bet there's guys out there that are like this, who used it like give me a famous used condom uh, yeah baby this was you know brad pitt wore this baby i've gotten those requests before alicia you ever get a request like that from someone when you can i ever no 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 yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually surprised because you're working in the north <laughs> Just turn on lights real quick. I have had the, the crazy bartending stories I could tell you. Oh, oh yeah. No, I seriously don't. I um from Salem. Being from Salem, we have some of the craziest creatures you'd ever see, especially around October. Yeah. Oh, did you tell? What was the craziest shenanigans on Halloween that you saw then? Yeah. Give, give me a give us an example of some crazy Halloween post uh pre uh COVID uh Halloween story. Pre COVID Halloween story. Well, um, I don't know how long ago this was, but this was maybe like six, seven years ago. I don't know if you guys remember hearing about it, but it was like pretty, it was pretty well coded. They didn't even talk about it in the news that much. You know, everybody wears masks and everything and like crime rates obviously higher in Salem on Halloween because everybody's wearing a mask and you can, what are you going to say? The fucking Wolverine just stabbed you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Superman just came by and. There was like, it was a uh, mass, like a, I don't know if it's called a mass, but it was easily like 50 or 60 people that um, this big group of clowns had got. And I was just like, well, I was watching it all happen. And the cops didn't even know what to do. Yeah. There was just masks all over the street. Everybody ripped off their masks and just fled into the fucking crowd. It was crazy. I, I mean, w- that's one part. Or you could talk about how belligerent and crazy everybody gets. That's a whole other story. Yeah. When I was bots in one night, it was like the Halloween weekend. And a guy dressed as the Easter Bunny um, attacked my manager and chased him into the kitchen because he was hammered. He was on some kind of like Halloween pub crawl on Halloween night. And like he was, I mean, all I remember is this guy in a pink Easter Bunny costume just running into the kitchen and causing a ruckus. And he was taken down by this very large dishwasher, like, like clotheslined and brought right to the ground. And then like, I, I, all I can imagine is if there's a little kid at the restaurant and they seen the Easter Bunny getting his ass kicked in the kitchen, they would just. Easter would never be the same for them anymore. All right. And this is what happens when you have Comcast as your internet. You lose your signal. And I'm looking at Adam and Hadrian and Lynchia right now, and no one can hear me. Oh, God. Love Comcast. 
noises or just stuff doesn't, you know, uh, the microphones or whatever don't work. Yeah, no, technical difficulties always suck, but, you know, it's... it's there he is, you're back. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Comcast. Unbelievable. You guys are supposed to be good. They're expensive. I pay $200 a month for my cable and my, uh, my internet, and this is what we get at least once a month. They get dropped out like this. Were you guys still connected? Were you guys still having a good time? Yeah. yeah. You're only gone long. You're only gone like like maybe not even. So he's been gone for four days. He's <laughs> <laughs> abducted. How often are you guys doing the shows now? We do it uh weekly. We've been doing a weekly, pretty good schedule, weekly. I guess you could say. Um but um yeah, we haven't missed a we haven't missed a beat, I guess you could say, through the whole pandemic. We've been pretty uh, steady. So, which is good. Um, we didn't we never used Zoom before until this, and which is kind of silly because we used to have a bunch of guests on the show and we depended on them being like live in studio and you know have to get into a place to point A to point B and I don't know we we I don't know, we tossed around the idea of Skype but then we I don't know, we just never did it. And now it yeah, we did Skype a few times though before yeah. Zoom. Remember we yeah. But now it's like This is a lot easier for It's I great. Yeah, I mean, we used to do the show in Cambridge, and like you had to get to Central Square. So it's like, okay, so it's fine if you're at Central Square, you, know, you can get there easily. But if you were coming from like out of town or somewhere, you know, that's not accessible by the T, it's kind of a pain in the ass on a Tuesday. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. Now it just seems to be simple, simplified. You know what I mean? But which is good. You know, I'm sure you guys have probably used. Well, you, Alicia, it's your first time using Zoom, right? This is your virgin. I've never used Zoom. It's your virgin voyage here. Oh wow. I like the cinder block wall. It reminds yeah. me of like looks like you're in Salem State College right now. <laughs> it does because the wall. It's literally the same walls. Yeah, like, smuggle the phone out to join us from an institution. That's another one. Oh, I know. <laughs> that could be it too, because we really don't know you. For all we know, you're at like the Salem like mental hospital, and you just like I just someone smuggled out a phone and a birthday cake. The face behind the writer. That's right. <laughs> Yes, we've 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 kind of known each other for a couple of years without knowing each other. I guess you could say. I know, isn't it weird? That's what I was saying. I I don't even really know what to expect with a podcast. Yeah. Like writing is a lot different than actually sitting down and having a fucking conversation with someone. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I didn't know if I was gonna have to censor my language. I was thinking about that too. Like um, he had said in the beginning, he yes, he said he didn't know if he could swear. Oh yeah, we're not big on censoring. If you haven't noticed. It's, uh, no, what's your favorite swear? My favorite swear? Ooh, yeah. Um, fuck, because yeah. it can be fuck anything. Nice. Yeah. Fucking, fuck is fuck. yeah. There's you can put fuck in front of anything. That's true. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I guess I don't know. I've never really thought about my favorite swear. There's got to be a better one. Yeah, it definitely has to be. The root of a good yeah. swear is a swear a word that can be used as an adjective, a verb, and a noun. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's right? yeah. like I'm fucking. Um, this is fucked. That's why fuck is great. That's what I was saying. But there's got to be a better word that's like sounds like extravagant. Did you watch a show on Netflix? The history of swearing. Have you watched that yet? I have no. not. No, it's pretty. It's the first couple episodes are good. Nicholas Cage hosts it, and he explains where the how, where a lot of these swears originated from. And that's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Does he do it, Nicholas Cage, as John Travolta in Face Off? Because that'd be interesting. 
Yeah, I got to give Travolta that performance. So Travolta as Nicolas Cage as Travolta was fucking (laughs) out of this world. What a predicament. That's my favorite. It's stupid because you you see that movie and then you get old and you realize, well, they didn't swap bodies. So his wife probably knew and just went along with it. You know, <laughs> you think? Do you think they did any like, like penal um, conversion? You think? I don't think so. No, again, just the nuts. <laughs> when was the last time she may have seen the penal region? You know what I mean? They were married for quite some time, and people make love differently. If you didn't know so, Adam, so that could be a big giveaway right there. Yeah, yeah. but there was the thing about how their their marriage was troubled at the time because they had lost the kid. Oh yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe they hadn't been sleeping together in a while. Maybe. That could be an act. That's actually a pretty good point right there. Yeah. Um, do you know they're making a? Or maybe up? like in real life, uh, he was playing the character a closeted gay man, and uh, so he's just like, I don't know, I don't have sex with there, but definitely the dudes have noticed. Adrian, as a as a, as a topic we bring up multiple times on the show is uh, John Travolta's sexuality. Oh yeah, he's a he's a gay man. I mean, you know, whatever. He's, maybe he was married to had a kid with a woman. He's probably fucked women too. But I mean, yeah, there's he doesn't like that whole thing of him and Saturday Night Fever and shit is just like, you go, wow, he's an amazing dancer and like he's this dude who has all this suave. And then if somebody just goes, that's a gay man, you go, oh yeah, yeah it is, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Remember Scientology squash? Remember that photo that came out of him kissing that pilot? Yeah. And it got squashed fast. Oh, yeah. Like Scientology probably wiped that shit out off the internet. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they pay enough money to make things disappear. You know what I mean? I mean, if if he's gay, great, good for you. Yeah, this doesn't make him a bad person. It's just an observation. You know? Yeah, I mean, people that would never admit to it, though. He's in that old generation of Hollywood where it's kind of cliche to like kind of come out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess if he was maybe ten years younger. You know? yeah. He needs a female to accuse him of sexual assault, and he will come <laughs> out with it like oh, that. That's a great defense. If he gets right? me yeah. too'd by by a woman, he'll be like, "What are you talking about? I suck dick. I don't know." <laughs> I'm John Travolta. Oh, I've never done that before. Oh, that's gross. Ooh. And he does like a dance. He breaks into like you know, like grease, grease, grease lightning. lightning. Yeah, <laughs> himself, you know. I mean, no, no straight guy can dance like that. You know. Yeah. No, I know. Not white. That's why. Yes, yes, that's why. Yes. To be honest, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I was gonna. What the hell was I gonna say? Oh, uh, do you know they're making a Face Off two? Not two. I think they're redoing it. Not like a sequel. See, I heard they're they're gonna try to stick, capture the characters. This, I guess, it's just an, it's a treatment in the works. I don't think there's anything been. Film. I heard of it being a reboot. I didn't hear of it actually being a sequel. A reboot, huh? Yeah, a remake. Yeah, it's a remake. Uh, a sequel would, if to just sell like. It's happening again. Isn't this crazy? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> we got to switch faces again. Yeah. But this well, time I, they're both on the same side and they have to do it for some reason. They well, team up. They did yeah. kind of do that with Taken. Like when I think of the movie Taken with Liam Neeson, that was like a one-shot deal in my mind. But it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> someone was taken again and a third time too. Yeah. Like they made yeah. three fucking movies out of that. So the, the first time I seen Face Off, I was a young lad. I was probably like, I don't know, what it came out when I was like 11 to 12 years old, maybe, give or take. What year did it come? Do you ever know when it came out, Adam? Does that have it up there? Uh, I was 90, uh, God, I want to say it was like 96. Yeah, see. so I was like. I'm going to say 98. 98? Okay. Yeah, so I was like 13 years old. So watching the 97. movie. 97. I was, I was kind of confused. Like, I, I guess I wasn't confused. I guess it was tough to follow the storylines in like when they got swapped. 
I don't know. I, it, it, the concept of the movie was a good idea, right? You understand that and everything like that. But then you have to remember that John Travolta is really Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage is really John Travolta. And then, but they don't sound like, but they're playing themselves. And then, you know, all of a sudden, the guy who became Nicolas Cage was John Travolta and his wife doesn't have any sex anymore and they need a guy to sex all the time. And it gets really confusing. The faces get swapped. I think, I mean, you just described it perfectly. I don't think you were very confused by it. it yeah, would... <laughs> actually, you know what I'm going to do after the show? I'm going to go watch Face Off. I'm going to watch Face Off too, actually. You're going to watch the sequel? How? I thought it wasn't made yet. No, I'm gonna... Oh, I see what you did there. That was yeah. good. That was good. So we have, I just got some breaking news um, in regards to the show. Uh, we had a guy who used to come on all the time named Dr. Todd. And um, we, my wife has just done some info because Dr. Todd's birthday was yesterday. Also, Adam's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Adam. Thank Happy you. Birthday. Thank you, guys. Um, Happy birthday. What? Are you a Pisces? I am a Pisces. Big Me time. Too. It's two Me too. motherfuckers. Oh, Alicia, when's your birthday? Next week. Next oh, week. Nice. Oh, happy early yeah. birthday. Cheers. All cluster together. Yes, cheers. Um, so Todd. Dr. Todd, apparently there was a disappearance report filed in Columbia for Todd. What? I, so in case you guys never met Dr. Todd, which you probably never did, but you may have and you didn't know it. Um, he well, We call him Dr. Todd because he went to jail for a few years um, because he became a pharmacist and was just stealing drugs from the pharmacy. Of course so, um, so we called him Dr. Todd. And he was a regular on the show for many years, dating back to about five, six, seven, eight years ago. And uh, he was dating this girl from Columbia that he met online. And he didn't speak Spanish and she didn't speak English. She was actually at my wedding. And they had some kind of contract in which he was, he was, he owned an embroidery shop and he was making counterfeit um, uh, licensed sports apparel and sending it to Columbia and then exchanging it for socks or something of that nature. It was a very complex thing. I don't, I don't really know the details about it, but that's how it is. But we haven't heard from him in about a year now. And uh, we just found out that there was a disappearance report um, filed for him in Columbia. He would go to Columbia like every like... Oh, my God. Fucking phone died. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, all right. You think she knows about oh. Todd? She's there. Yeah, she, she can't talk about it yet. <laughs> She's there. <laughs> um... Honestly, Artie, I wish I could say I was surprised, but yeah. honestly, he probably mouthed off to the wrong fucking person. That's what I'm guessing. And Went unfortunately, missed. yeah. I think that the mail order bride had her family kill him once he went back there. Awesome. She, was marrying, she was marrying to get into the country or whatever. And, uh, and then they fucking take a trip back to Columbia. And she's like, I got, you know, if he's a widow, mm -hmm. it still has their citizenship. So he has a mouth too, though. Ooh, that he probably could have. When you're in another country, you got to play by their rules. He probably said something stupid. That's a very good. I didn't even think of that idea. That's a possibility. Yes, that he they got the paperwork done, they moved her, and then they just disposed of them. But if yes. you had, no, they wouldn't do that because that would connect. That would, that's too much work. Like, because why dispose of them? Why not just move back over here and divorce them? Like, you got to now you've just killed somebody for no apparent reason. Yeah, but I guess if you do it in Colombia, though, and you kill American in Colombia, it's probably a lot harder to trace. Right? He's going to go missing. Yeah. He's still an American, and she's going to come back here. No, but the, but the missing uh, paperwork was done in Colombia, not in America. That sounds like, that sounds like too much of a movie. I, I'm going with the more realistic thing. He could probably this, mouthed off to somebody. Could this be, could this be taken for? 
taken four. <laughs> is Liam Neeson involved in the story? Like all of a sudden he shows up. And I was looking for a guy named Dr. Todd, and now he's missing. No, because he was part of a Colombian, you know, organization. Clearly, a little bit uh, with the with the apparel sales going on, trading back and forth. They marry one of their daughters into him. So now they have control of the whole fucking manu- the American the side and the Colombian side. They have the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. Now they get him out of there. They run the whole thing. And the only reason we know is because a friend of us drove by where the Enterprise was up here. And it was closed and like, like boarded up. Oh, it's still running in there. Uh-huh. Pretty proud I, bet you, I bet you look behind those boards. They're fucking going 24-7. Now I get something to do tomorrow. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> I want to know how much I, I don't know how much of the bottom of this I want to get to, but uh, we'll get to the bottom of this. But, but we just want to update everyone. Doctor Todd, I'm not quite sure where he is. You know, hopefully. and you didn't mention in that where at what point did he get his PhD? Uh oh, decades ago. He's so he was an actual doctor at yeah. some point. At some point, he was a licensed pharmacist. Pharmacist. Which I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, but you know, you have some kind of. I don't know. I don't know how that falls in the, in the doctor world. I know like the, the 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 feet doctors are like the bottom of the totem pole, and I know how like they don't consider dentists doctors, even though they're the dental doctors of dental science. There's a whole mm-hmm. there's a whole Seinfeld episode on that. I guess blows my mind. Doctors get very uh, I don't know, touchy with each other with their practices and professions. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just that's like I comics. support Doctor Jill Biden one hundred percent. That's like, um, but that's like comics getting on each other. Like, I, I'm a comic. I do family jokes, but I do dick jokes. You know what I mean? And then they start judging each other and putting themselves on, you know, the importance list of importance. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, anybody who does stand up does stand up. It's fine with me. But uh, improv, I don't know about that. <laughs> and somebody says they're a comic, and I go, "Oh yeah," and they're like, "Yeah, I'm in an improv group." I'm like, "Easy now." I'm an you two- do improv. I've taken improv classes. I've taken stand-up classes. And I will agree with you, the type of people that do either or the other are completely different. Mm. There are some people, mostly what you'll see is people who do, some stand-ups will do improv, but they, you can clearly see like, you like stand-up or like stand-up is your more main thing and you do improv as like an, an additional thing. I, um, I, I took improv classes for my time in to improve like joke time and for stand-up like to on the fly stuff to kind of like you know ad lib do crowd work that was basically the because i couldn't see myself doing troop work i just thought yeah. that was very i was very uncomfortable for the first few classes doing it to be honest with you, you know what i mean but it's not for everyone no and it's not shouldn't be seen by anybody um <laughs> I uh, I did theater before getting into stand-up. I did theater all through college and shit. Okay. And the thing I love the most about stand-up is not working with other people. Yeah. And so that's why I, I like just know I would hate improv doing improv and like having to count on other people mm-hmm. to be funny. I just was like, let's just leave it up to me. I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah. It's more like one of those things before you go do a show, you get in the zone too. I don't know how you do it, but I used to like have headphones on, just kind of don't want to talk to anyone. Just kind of sitting there and just kind of stay to yourself. And then they're like, all right, you're up next. And you go, all right. And you go up there and you do your set. And sometimes you just leave like when you're doing, you know I mean? It's just like, just can't, I don't know. I didn't like sitting in in shows after people, when I would be up after I'd go up and stuff. Cause I didn't want to like, like accidentally get information from their jokes and like, you know, subconsciously stale jokes, not knowing you're doing it. Just like, Oh, that's good. And I wonder where I heard that from. You're not realizing that you just heard it. You know what I mean? Cause you were so 
I don't know, I just like kind of being antisocial, I guess you could say, which is probably, you know, what's a lot of comics that are just very, I wouldn't say mentally ill. I would say they're very mentally different. No, mentally ill. There's <laughs> most, I would say most comics are mentally ill to some degree or another. And like out here, man, I don't know if it's this way as much in New York, but you get, you get real fucking characters of people that are just like they'll never do anything but open mics but are just co- complete crazy people and i've i've now seen i want to say four to five uh people who are just completely unhinged yeah. start coming to open mics and then slowly get banned everywhere they go to the point of now they don't do comedy because they got themselves banned from every single fucking place because they're straight up insane people i've known yeah i've seen people like that in the boston area over the years so same same pattern so you went from so maine to boston you were here for a while and then you went took the bus and went did did the country and then went retail a so you skipped over did you do new york at all or did you say i'm just gonna go yeah i would i would go to new york a lot when i was in boston oh okay yeah um but i just didn't want to live there i i like the space and openness out here better Cause I grew up in the woods and shit and I, uh, I like, you know, living next to the mountains and the ocean. Yeah. That's the thing about LA too, that like, everybody's like, like, yes, fucking downtown, especially Skid Row. And now even Hollywood, there's tents and shit everywhere. But where I am, I'm also 10 minutes from the Malibu mountains. The ocean's right there. I can go to big bear in an hour and a half. Like I like that, that there's all the fucking outside shit to do. Yeah. No, it's plenty to do. Yeah, yeah, from the very nature of California's like, well, no, it's funny because California is such a beautiful, wide open state. Like, there's so much, it's so much more than just LA and San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like, but people don't really realize that unless you drive, you know, 101 up in the, up to the friggin' Oregon border or you just go to the mountains or you drive through near Tahoe and stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think people know that stuff unless they go out there. They, the first thing they think of is Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Like we went to Joshua Tree this summer. We went to Big Bear. Um go to the beach all the time. I did right before this hit, I did the the improv in Lake Tahoe for the week and that was awesome. I got free skiing out of it and uh like all there's just there's desert, there's you know, mountains, some of the biggest mountains in the country. There's uh, awesome ocean. And then like the forest and shit up north are amazing, like up in the redwoods and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a really cool place. Um, it's just, you know, a few people are kind of fucking shit up. But um, new Cellini, as they call him out here. Uh, hopefully he'll be out. Were you with him for uh, the dinner at the uh, French Laundry at all? Uh, I actually was working the dishes that day. Um, I've been uh, working the you know the back of the house there for several months now. Uh, we've served every politician. We like we enjoy them. We have them come in. Yeah. And in exchange, they allow us to their baby orgies. So it's been <laughs> uh, a mutually beneficial um, job to do, especially while comedy's done. Are you officially a California citizen now? I would say since you've been out there for years. We're called comrades, and yes, <laughs> I. I have joined uh, the People's Republic. It's almost like living in Cambridge at this point, right? The People's Republic of Cambridge. Those Nazis? I don't think so, no. <laughs> so, they, not to get too personal, you don't have to answer if you don't want. Do you support the, um, the recall or do you think this is kind of ridiculous out there? 
Oh, no, yeah. Fucking get him out of there. Somebody who just blatantly lies in your face to you like that is, yeah. he's a piece of shit. Okay, And good. like, I'm not, I'm not fucking right wing at all, but also like, we can't, if you're left wing, people who are the most left wing should realize like, it'll, that's, that's just a bad person. Fuck that guy who's going to lie right to your face and they just don't think you matter. And he's fucked up so much shit with this whole thing of like, you know, what's good to do and what isn't like my wife works in public health and um, even some of the experts there, when he shut down outdoor dining again, they were like, there's no evidence it's coming from outdoor dining. You're just hurting the economy even yeah. more. Like there he's a piece of shit. Even before this, you know, he, when he was in San Francisco, he fucked his best friend's wife. He had an affair with his, or his like his campaign manager's wife. Oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a piece of shit. I feel like this whole time thing, so I feel like most people are kind of like in the middle too. I, I feel like this, they, they, the way like the world, uh, the media kind of portrays it is like super right people, the super left people, no one can agree on shit. But like the more people we talk to and everyone, it does, it seems like everyone's, majority of people are in the middle. You know what I mean? And it's just, there's no representation for the person in the middle. It's just a tough pot, you know? Or at least there's not yeah. elected. There's no the, choice in the middle. There is no, there's choice. no middle yeah. choice. It's, it's all one way or all the other way. Like, as far as the people we have to choose from that are so what how would you or even when we choose people like bernie they we realize oh it's fucking broken and they just decide yeah. who goes in anyway what's your opinion on if uh, obviously there's third and fourth parties out there but if there were someone who came out and represented a third party a little bit more stronger than um anyone who has in the past and they were able to kind of emulate the ideas of what majority of, I feel, people, I say like 75% of this country is probably like one way or another in the middle, all agree on the same things, but almost being forced to be torn apart. But if someone was like, had enough power to be able to pull off having a strong represent, representation for a third party, do you, do you think it would it'd roll or you think we're just too far fucked at this point? I think that person would get assassinated before they ever uh, won the presidency right. on the campaign trail. Like, yeah, we we've seen like with Hillary Clinton, with with this year, like, and uh, you know, with Bush v. Gore, mm -hmm. where like these people have control; they're not letting go. Like that, the, the idea that like unless some crazy shit goes down, like there is no like doing fully what the people want like i i just do not see an an actual populist uh revolution of a third party get just being voted in mm -hmm. without either of these two parties i mean then you're going up against both parties and they have which is really just a corporate interest is what both parties are underneath like they're both go after the third party it's yeah. not even one party versus party it's like both of them will team up to destroy somebody They'll have kids in their bed, you know, within the week's end. Somebody does, tries to, like, uh, really compete in the national level. So, yeah, I agree 100%. And I just, that just further proves my opinion that we're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> also, I'm an idiot, too. So, I do like fielding these type of uh, hard-hitting questions. No, but I, we like I realize the light has gone down. I, let me turn on some more light here. I've slowly gotten in the dark as no, it's, it's gotten a darker yeah, we, topic. We, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're almost done anyway. You can chill. Yeah, okay, we're, we're, yeah, yeah. Here we um, go. No, this is good because we like to ask people, like, not to get too political off the show, but we like that to. Blows uh, it out. <laughs> that looks like you're in interrogation. Um, yeah. Well, no, apparently we, I am. Let's go. Yeah, what do we got? It's nice to get people's opinions from all because Adam and I are pretty much similar to most things. And it's like, uh, you know, I feel like most people we talk to on the show 
I about the same. And I'm like, well, not that we represent. Yeah, I have plenty of people out here though that think I'm like, that's the weird thing is in Maine, I, people think I'm a communist out here. People think I'm super right wing just because of like that. I know super woke people. There's people here. And I realized that when things open back up fully, um, it's going to be weird divisions, but there's people here who don't think you should be going outside at all. Oh, I, I, I mean, uh, and and they yell at people online never in real life because they won't leave their house but <laughs> it, it's just like a, a cra- it's like you're just not like when i hear somebody like that or somebody the complete other way i go you're just buying in to what somebody else is telling you you're not actually thinking about it yourself yeah no i agree i, I think that's 100 percent accurate right there and uh that's that way to live not being able to live your life, I guess. To to live and not to live. That's fucking terrible. And then there's To Live and Bike in LA, my podcast. Uh, feel free to subscribe oh, yes, on please. all uh, uh, like platforms. Yeah, yeah. What you call it? <laughs> and also Boston-centric. I have a new podcast with uh, comedian Kim McVicker uh, called I Don't Want to Wait. Um, and it's uh, we were re-watching Dawson's Creek. Beautiful. It's coming after yeah. the theme song. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Yes. But it's spelled Wanna, W-A-N-N-A, because we weren't sure if we could use the same name as the song. Very so, good. But look that up on everywhere and on YouTube, too. Anyways, go ahead. What was the question? No, yeah, so, yeah, so we're just about to wrap it up. But should you have any um, shows planned? Do you have any gigs, anything other than podcast work? I do. Our weekly show um, in Burbank called Chirp and Turf. <clears throat> excuse me and it's outside uh under we have a nice like canopy tent over it when they put down astroturf over this private parking lot nice and it's every thursday at 7 30 you can get tickets on uh the link if you find it on instagram it's chirp and turf on instagram and there's a link to get tickets but um we've had greg fitzsimmons uh ali mccoskey ryan um sickler a ton, jamar neighbors who's just on rogan's podcast a ton of great people Roast Battle Champion Frank Castillo, um, but we have a bunch more awesome lineups coming up. We have Jeremiah Watkins and Brian Moses tomorrow from uh, Kiltony and Roast Battle. Live comedy in L.A. That's uh, finally some normalcy going on, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love the fact you guys put turf on the parking lot, too. It reminds me of my grandfather used to paint the uh, hot top green because my grandmother wanted grass and he didn't want to mow it. So same idea. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, Hadrian, thank you for joining us again. It's uh, four years later, as entertaining as you were, and you didn't get confrontational with Adam about the Red Sox, which is even better. So, yeah, now I'm fucking giving up. Well, I should say Adam got confrontational with you, so. <laughs> but because I put him in his place, and he knows I'm just going to be right again. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, right, man. And uh, yeah, good man, you, man, stay in touch, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll see you in four years. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, everyone. Hadrian CV. Jordan Hadrian CV. I, we didn't call him on the Jordan part, though. But it's no, all. no, we didn't. No. I didn't know if he wanted to stay, you know, low-key. And Alicia, in her uh, mental institution that she was joining us from tonight. Yeah, recreation time was over. Rec time over, apparently. It was funny. They shut her right off, huh? Like, geez, the last thing we heard from was, oh, shit, my battery's dying. Yeah. And that was it. So, uh, yeah. I'm so... I bet she's well, she was a Zoom virgin prior to today, so we can forgive her. Yes. So she was learning how to use the uh, – we didn't even ask her about her, uh, her post on the packy too. So, wait, so much information tonight we just didn't get to, which is a, it's a 
it's the evidence of a good show because we have more to talk to than we know what to talk to about. And uh, after uh, we're off this, like, find out more information about what your wife said. About the doctor? Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to bet he, you know how he is. It probably involves drugs. He probably said something stupid to somebody he shouldn't have. You know that's probably what happened. Got a missing personal for the doctor. You were involved in this group text message as well, so. I know. You were. I know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, just try to find out more, yeah. Hope he's not oh. dead, but, you know. Eric's not getting his paycheck. That's the case. So. No, if that's the case, he's never seeing that. Oh. Collateral damage. It'd be funny if Eric was like over there today, like poking around, and like the Colombian like uh, concho was there, and they kidnapped Eric. God, who would want him? I said, who's that more of a bad problem for them? I think it's more of a problem <laughs> for them. They got to deal with them. Eric, <laughs> like, remember when you were a kid? And like you had like when you had like these bad kids you hang out not like bad kids that like they were criminals but like like kids that like just couldn't be disciplined. And yeah, the ones like, that were smoking in the bathroom. No, like even younger when you were little and they were just loud, obnoxious, and stuff. Yeah, and parents yeah. would be like, "Yeah, no one's gonna kidnap my kid. They'd return them before they do anything to him." That's Eric. They would return yeah, him before they could do anything to him. I mean, when I see them sitting there drunk, eating food like an animal, grunting like an animal, when we were in New Orleans that first night, I can only imagine. Um, that he's done that multiple other times or that we weren't around. I mean, it just wasn't a, you know, and he fell off a bull, a mechanical bull that day. That he didn't, he didn't get, get on it. You remember? <laughs> he he kind of walked up to it, put a leg on it, and then got off it. He didn't even fall off it. Remember? <laughs> he's full of shit. And I like talking about him on the show because I know he doesn't listen. And if he just listened once, then he would get, oh, I have to get again on the show. Oh. Yeah, exactly. They're talking about me. But since you're not listening, so we're just going to keep talking about you. So it's at least you talk until you say something. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, at that time, guys, thank you for watching out there. Um, Anything you want to plug, sir? No, I mean, I'm finally working on a video. It is Nicolas Cage related. Um, I should have that out within the next couple of weeks, actually. Love alone Nicolas Cage in our lives. It's like the whirlwind potato. I hate a blockbuster guy. Look at rating or interviewing Nicolas Cage because that'd be a good one. No, that would be good. Uh, blockbuster Brat will return eventually at some point, too. Do you do a Nicolas Cage impression? impression at no. All? No, I wish I could. No. That'd be but great. No. Not me either. You, know, you just talk. Like, you look into the sky. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. I'm at Face Off. I married Elvis's daughter. That's my Nicolas Cage impression. All right. Great. Um, next week on the show, should we give a little preview? I don't know if we have this or not. Let's see real quick. I can see if I can bring it up. Um, today is the 24th. Next week. Oh, we're in March next week already? Holy shit. March 3rd next week. And I can't bring it up on my phone because it's not letting me. But it's going to be March next week and we have a guest. So stay tuned for that. And then, until then, we'll see you guys next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye.